For today's podcast, we're joined by Tamsin Olunik, the co-sec and talent director of Endreams VR, and Kerry Rizzo, who's the uh, senior communications manager over at Endreams. Um, if you don't know about Endreams, they're a British award-winning VR studio. They've got over 60 people working from their studio in Farnborough over in the UK, and they've worked on behalf of major game studios such as EA, Rocksteady, Sega, and Square Enix, some of the big hitters within the industry. Um, they've also developed some great games such as uh, the VR hit Shooty Fruity, as well as working on other titles such as The Assembly and Bloody Zombies. So let's get it started and welcome Kerry and Tammy from End Dreams. Hi Jamie, I'm okay, thank you. Hi, thank you. <laughs> nice of you to join us on this podcast. So um, I guess first of all, a little bit sort of personal in- into you guys. How-, how did you get into games? How long have you been in the industry? Okay, so I'm Tamsin. I joined the industry in 2006 when Patrick and I founded Endreams. Prior to that, I'd worked at IBM for about 10 years in various roles. I'm not an avid gamer. I leave the creative side of things to everyone else in the company, um, although I do like a little bit of mobile gaming. I'm, I joined the industry back in 2000, straight out of university as a marketing assistant for Koch Media, as they were then, um, and then held various roles um, at companies such as Ubisoft, Sega, um, BAFTA, and Game in the communications and PR departments. So uh, I've ended up in Endreams just after coming back from maternity leave. I've been at the company since September. So you, you've both got different roles at the minute. If you can just tell us a little, about, little bit about what you do um, and I guess what you like most about your job there. Okay, so I'm talent director at Endreams, so I'm responsible for overseeing getting the best people to come and join us and hold on to the best uh, the best ones that we've got at the company. I've got a team who work with me and we look after recruitment and HR uh, and we also put a lot of focus on uh, the culture of the company. That's very important to us. So that's, that's my key role. Um, and then Kerry? I look after the communications here at Endreams, so I'm in charge of making sure when we're talking about products, we're looking at, you know, speaking to the journalists and the communities, etc. Um, when we're not talking about product, we're letting people know how good it is to work here at Endreams, <laughs> but also we're, we, we like to try and get as involved as possible with sort of industry discussions, etc. as well. So I look after anything that's being talked about outside of the company. Fantastic. So yeah, so we've been working sort of quite closely on the um, the homepage takeover on the site at the minute, and um, some of the uh, some of the graphics that have come out look absolutely amazing, which is great. Uh, sort of really sells Endreams as a sort of studio of choice for people. Um, so I guess to provide, we've we've got um, job seekers all over the world that that use the site. Um, to find jobs in the UK and America, you know, wherever it might be. So can you just provide them with a little bit more information on what you guys do, the kinds of games you work on, any exciting projects that you're working on at the minute? Yep, so we are a small award-winning studio. Uh, We're global leaders in virtual reality. We're focused solely on VR games and experience for all platforms, but we're currently developing a new title for Oculus Quest. Uh, we recently released our first VR arcade title, uh, which is Shooty Fruity Arcade. Yeah. Um, but that's also uh, been released on uh, PlayStation VR and Oculus Rift. Um, and we've, we've released a lot of VR titles on other platforms as well. Unfortunately, we can't talk about what we're actually working on. <laughs> but, <laughs> as as is often the case. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, so 
in regards to engineers, why why is it a good place to work? I know you you guys you mentioned before about the culture there. What sort of sets you apart? Um, well, we think it's a brilliant place to work. The team here are amazing, um, a really, really good bunch of people. Uh, the projects are lots of fun. Unfortunately, we can't talk about them, uh, which is quite common in this industry. Uh, but the work environment is um, its one of collaboration and empowerment, and we want everybody to be able to do the best job that they possibly can. So we pride ourselves in being a really welcoming place to work. Uh, we deal with any conflict uh, open and quickly. Uh, we're quite an honest environment to work in. Um, and yeah, we pride ourselves in that kind of environment. Yeah, fantastic. And you know, I, I see you around at different events and you're always sort of keen to push uh, End Dreams as a sort of really welcoming place to work, which is which is great. It's something a, bit, a little bit different, uh, which, which we like here. Um, so in, in, in terms about um, where the studio is, what, tell me a little bit about the local area. Why is it a good place to live? Um, so we're based in Farnborough, which is in Hampshire, in not far from Surrey, um, about 35 minutes from London, but it's also close to Guildford. So yeah. uh, it's a lot cheaper than London. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Guildford's a games hub, uh, but we're also quite close to some beautiful countryside. So we, you've got the advantage of being close to the country, quite close to city life as well. So really the best of both worlds, but it's also a little bit cheap, cheaper than living in the city as well. Which always helps. <laughs> okay, I'm fantastic. And so you've got quite a big recruitment drive on at the minute. Um, is that, are you expecting that to last for sort of the rest of 2019? And what kind of roles are you looking to fill at the minute? Um, yeah, we are ramping up at the moment, uh, continued expansion. We're hiring about five people a month at the moment and that's set to continue uh, into 2019. Uh, we're looking for roles across all disciplines, so uh, a mix of artists, designers, programmers and production staff. That's great. And what kind of perks do you offer to the, the staff that work there at the minute? So we offer quite a, a wide range of benefits. Um, we've obviously got a, a holiday, we've got duvet days, um, we offer people their birthday off, um, we offer a pension with uh, Royal London, we match up to 5% of, of um, contributions at the moment. We have free drinks Fridays and uh, bacon butty Mondays, vegetarian <laughs> options are available as well. Uh, we do that once a month. Um, we have uh, regular board game nights that the, the staff organise. We don't lay those on, but the, the staff are quite active in doing things like that. Yeah. Um, we have regular social events as well. Um, the studio itself is, is quite spacious and air-conditioned in terms of its office. There's a shower room for those who quite like, you know, like, like exercising or if they could, they cycle to work and things like that. So. Um, you know, it's quite a nice environment to work in. Brilliant. Okay. And so I, I guess one of the key uh, things that I get asked um, is probably to do with the recruitment process. Um, what is the process at Dreams? How do you go about, um, I guess, from sort of first stage right through to offer? Um, so I would consider the recruitment process fairly standard, although I do appreciate that across the games industry it can it can vary quite a lot. But at Endreams you would send your application either through our website or through a job application application link, uh, either through Games Job Direct or a portal. Um, on receipt of your application, we would always acknowledge that um, that 
um, application and then we'd go on to review your details. It would be the line manager that would review your details. Although we've got an internal recruiter, it would always be the line manager that would be the one making the decision. Um, if we want to call you in for an interview, then likely we would um, be inviting you for a phone interview first. Um, if we don't want to call you in, then we'll be sending you a rejection. We, we do always try and let people know if we don't want them. We, I, I'm not I'm a great believer in letting people know if they've not been successful in their application process rather than just ignoring them. Uh, but if we want to call people in, then it's phone interview, then a face-to-face -face interview. Um, for some, some of the senior roles, we may require a, a second face-to-face -face interview, um, but we do try and accelerate the process and, and Kind of go through it quite quickly where possible um, and then when we want to offer we try and move quite quickly because we don't like to hang around really well that's great and so in, t in terms of um if someone was looking to apply for a job at end dreams and they wanted to basically get through a successful interview what sort of tips or what advice could you give to them do your research on us make sure that you know who we are in a as a company and make sure you know what role you're actually applying for we get a lot of applications um, where people are applying to be a designer and an artist and a someone in publishing and, and they don't necessarily know what it is that they want to do they just want to be in games yeah. which is you know that's okay for the junior roles um, to a certain extent but once you reach a certain level of seniority you really should know what it is that you want to do um, but also make sure that you you know who you are and what your CV is saying about you so make sure that you've actually put a bit of thought into how you're presenting yourself um, uh, but also make sure that we as a company are actually aligned to who you are as an individual and, and make sure that you've done your research. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people are applying for jobs um, and you know you have to make sure that the company is compatible with what you actually want as an individual. Yeah, fantastic. So obviously um, you're a busy lady, Tammy, your team are busy ladies. We find generally um, studio recruiters around the world are busy people. They get lots of applications, they're constantly looking through CVs, um, which obviously means that you don't have a lot of time to look at each CV necessarily. So if, if a CV comes into you and it instantly goes on the no pile, what would be the reason for that? Are there any sort of big no-nos when, when people are sending through um, CVs to you? So we do try and review all of the CVs that we that we get in, but I am getting increasingly frustrated by people forgetting to include their portfolios on the application. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, more often than not, we'll, we will go back and ask people to include their portfolios. Um, although, you know, our time is, is quite precious and that does take quite a lot of time. So the number one rule I would say is please, please include your portfolio when you're applying for a job. Um, try not to refer to other studio names in your cover letter. You would be surprised at how often that happens. Um, it's easily done, but it does show a lack of attention to detail and, it, it, you know, it's a little bit galling when you receive a letter addressed to a different studio. Um, yeah, a bit of a copy and paste job is that then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which you know, absolutely. If you you know, if you need a job and you're applying to lots of studios, it's totally understandable. But it only takes five seconds to review the email that you're sending. Yeah. Um, but you know, really, we're not that brutal, and we try and review everybody. But if you've applied um, more than about five times to us, um, and, and 
we've rejected you for several roles, then chances are that there may be a, you know, a good reason why you're not getting through. So um, you may just need to accept that you might not be suitable for, for the roles that you're applying for. Yeah, as well. absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so in, in terms of, obviously that's for the no pile, what sort of instantly gets them brownie points? How, how does someone put together a, a decent application to you guys? What do you want to see? Um, I think if somebody's got a clear CV that demonstrates, uh, that demonstrates uh, who they are and showcases their experience really well, that's great. Um, if somebody's got a current and relevant portfolio of work, that's wonderful. Um, if somebody's really honest about what they can do and what they, and what they can't do as well. If somebody says, yeah. you know what, I can do this and this, but I can't do this, that's absolutely fine because it means that we know what we've got to work with and, um, you know, we're okay with that. That's, a, you know, that's not a problem with us at all. Um, so honesty actually goes quite a long way. Fantastic. Thanks. Okay. So in, in terms of people looking to get into the industry, we're always trying to encourage new people into the games industry, um, especially with, you know, there is a, a sort of skills shortage at senior level, especially. Um, what's your current graduate recruitment strategy um, and the potential for career progression for grads at Endreams? Um, so, yep. So we do take graduates on at Endreams and we're currently engaged in the Grads and Games program with Aardvark Swift. So we contribute to that uh, program and have done for the last three years. Um, so we do take graduates on. We've got some graduates within the business at the moment and um, and they're progressing very well, you know, under our kind of mentorship. So I'm, I'm unhappy with the way that they're progressing under our studio. Great stuff. Okay. So, um, some jobs in the games industry are obviously harder to fill than others. Um, what positions do you typically find harder to fill? Uh, I guess this is a bit of a plug to the kinds of people that you want to be applying to the, the roles you've got as well. Um, yeah, so typically we found it quite difficult to fill our VFX roles. Some of our programming roles have been quite a challenge to fill. Um, our principal design roles and, and actually our senior environment roles have been quite a challenge to fill lately as well. Okay, so if there's anybody that fills them positions out there, then please get in touch with Tammy and her team. That'd be fantastic. Um, next question, obviously, flexible working, something we get asked a lot about by candidates. Um, do Endreams offer any roles that allow home working or contract opportunities as opposed to in-house in the studio? Uh, yes, we do. We've got quite a lot of roles that are part-time. Kerry's a great example of that. Uh, aren't you? I am. Yes, I am. I. I do three days a week um, that fits in, you know, very nicely with childcare, etc. And End Dreams were very, um, they were very good at kind of helping me to work around hours and contracted hours that fitted in with what I was able to get for childcare. So yes, you know, flexible working is is really uh, encouraged here. I'd say. Mm -hmm. Um, so yes, we've got a lot of roles that are part-time and they are at various levels of seniority. Um, there are plenty of roles where people can work from home occasionally, but most uh, most people tend to prefer being in the office. And, you know, as a studio within development, you know, there are some roles where you have to be in the office for parts of the time, uh, you know, the time. Yeah. Um, 
some roles have got the option of remote working and when possible we will advertise them as such you know so there are some freelance character roles which doesn't matter if you it doesn't matter where you are for those so we'll advertise them as remote freelance roles when we when we actually do the, um, the recruitment for those we do prefer our core development team to be in the studio uh, but we do have core hours within the studio, so um, as long as people are here within uh, the hours of 10 and 4, then actually it doesn't matter what time they come in and what time they leave, as long as their hours are done, and that gives a lot of people um, flexibility, for, again, for things like school runs or, uh, you know, whatever it is within their work-life balance that they need to do. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so obviously a huge topic of conversation in 2018 uh, was the diversity question. I know this is something you're massively behind, Tammy. So what steps are Dreams doing to improve the gender balance and also encourage applicants from different ethnic backgrounds or sectors of society? Yeah, it's something that, you know, uh, certainly gender diversity is, is something that I feel really strongly about. But actually, you're, you know, you're right. Cultural diversity, ethnic diversity, there's so many areas that um, there's huge work that needs to be done within our industry. Um, as a company, um, we've taken steps to try and improve the diversity within our, um, you, you know, within our, within our environment. But there's still a way to go. We do have... Um, a women's group within the company where we meet four times a year and, and give a safe space for the, the team to uh, be able to talk about issues that they have being being women at End Dreams. Uh, we do focus on um, our recruitment efforts in terms of gender diversity and we make sure that uh, adverts are tailored in terms or you know kind of filtered in terms of the language and we screen to make sure that we're not using any alienating language and we make sure that we target our adverts in certain places um, where perhaps certain groups may uh, look more than others to make sure that hopefully we're getting a diverse pool of applicants so that you know fair decisions uh, can be made and the best person for the job can be selected um, so there are various things that we're doing but you know mainly we're making sure that our culture is um, you know it's it's an open um, collaborative environment that anybody would want to work in so that um, you know when people come to look around they they feel that when they they come and look here um, and they know that it's somewhere that they would want to work brilliant fantastic okay so um, another big talking point last year was crunch um, is crunch ever an issue if so how's it managed or rewarded at end dreams so we do everything we can to avoid crunch in terms of our initial planning around a games development um, we constantly monitor and reassess our projects as we go like, go along the development road um, so you know there might be the odd day where people have to work a little bit late to catch up on certain tasks that they've committed to but certainly today it's not something that that we've encountered on a big scale though fantastic okay and so finally as um, you're obviously a UK uh, studio um, and you can't escape Brexit at the moment so how will Brexit affect recruitment at End Dreams? So we've got a lot of EU staff and we're looking at how we can support them at the moment. We want to make sure that everyone understands what they need to do after the 29th of March. 
Um, we've got a lot of EU job applicants, so we're keeping an eye on updates in the news and from places like Yuki for advice on what we need to do as a business post-Brexit. Um, in terms of the job applications that we're receiving right now, we're flagging those that are coming from Europe and we're, we're just making sure that we know, um, you know those that are non-UK and that we're ready to address those that are non-European and we have to do anything different with them at the time that, that we're ready for it really. That's fantastic. Okay, so that's that's probably the end of the uh, end of the podcast here. Um, so I just want to give a, a thank you once again to uh, Tamsin and to Kerry at End Dreams for joining us today. And uh, we yeah, hope, hopefully we'll chat again soon. Okay, thank you. Thank you.